0: the tutors of life podcast episode 44 this is your host sean tudor and this is sam how are we doing today sam
1: today is a good day that's good how about you
0: can't complain that's good a little tired yep that's normal though yep yeah so why was your day good
1: because i decided it was good
0: There we go. That'll work. That'll Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. That's a good enough reason. Mm
1: -hmm. I had some annoying things happen, but I'm not going to let that hinder my day.
0: You know what? I think annoying things happen every day. To everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have officially almost listened to the whole Psychology of Money book. And that, we, we, we did a podcast on that a few weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Um that is a very very neat book. Is it? Um the man makes such good points, such good points. And I'm just going to say that one point that just gets me there. It does not matter how much money you make. It matters how much money you keep.
1: That's so smart. That's it. You know what that also goes with? What's that? Assets, not liabilities.
0: Facts. Facts. Assets, not liabilities. Um, We got all sorts of ding and and whatnot going on. I'm sorry. I'll turn that stuff off. Um, those topics make so much sense. It hurts.
1: Oh, those two phrases? Right, right. Like
0: that, that, the whole topic in general of like, spend less than you make. Holy shit, why can't we do that?
1: Right, like that's such an easy concept and a lot of people can't do it. Correct. I'm very curious why. What do you mean? Like, how did we become that way? That like people... Now started spending more. Then
0: so after World War Two, they uh, they legalized or they didn't legalize. After World War Two, credit became a thing, mm-hmm. and so everyone came back from the war and started using credit. So not just credit for buying a house, right? Credit for houses, credit for cars. Um, checks became a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, credit for anything, uh, so like layaway type stuff, purchasers, um,
1: layaway. Oh my goodness, stuff like that. That's a term I haven't heard in a Coons age. I'm not
0: sure when layaway became a thing, um, but, but in like the, uh, layaway became common during the Great Depression in the 1930s, um, <clears throat> so yeah, around World War II is when credit became a big thing, and that's when debt became common. was in 1950, 1945, sorry, 1945 and on, debt became common. And that's one thing I've been, I've been really like that topic I've really been delving into. And, and that tied into me learning about 401ks and, and uh, IRAs and stuff this week. Um, and that, that'll be our topic this week. But what people don't understand is this is all new. Mm Mm-hmm us like people being in debt that's less than 100 years old as far as credit debt debt on every aspect of their life there has always for from the beginning of time there have been people that have been in debt that that is the thing we know that Mm -hmm. but consumer debt where more americans have consumer debt than americans that don't have consumer debt Mm -hmm. okay that's new that's less than 100 years old
1: did you know women gained the right to vote 101 years ago? That's it? Mm-hmm. 1920.
0: Y'all fucking didn't have anything.
1: And I think minorities, that was until 1965.
0: That was. 1964, I think.
1: I think mm. it, it went into place.
0: Wow, I was an actor in 65, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: How crazy is that? That was not that long ago.
0: And I would I really like people, though.
1: I think my mom was born before then. I think she was born in 64?
0: What I, I really wish, I want 62? Oh. I want people to sit back and think about this, about how rapid things have grown, mm-hmm. and what you think is right, and that we need to stand by and whatever it may be, and I'm gonna get into that topic with the four hundred one ks and stuff and and IRAs. This is very new concept. Mm-hmm. All of this is very new concept.
1: So then how do we know it's going to last or like be around when we need it?
0: You don't. And I'm, I'm not going to get on my rah-rah of why real estate's the right route. But guess what people have owned since the beginning of time? Houses. Deeds to property. People have owned property since the beginning of time. hmm So that's kind of tried and true. Yeah. 401k's IRAs they've been around since 1974 is when the the traditional IRA was made in 1974 okay the 401k was made in 1978
1: was that, do you think it was made because they realized like, oh, Social Security, not a good thing?
0: Nope. Why it was made, they wanted a tax deferral benefit for employees working in the, uh, for like employees working in factories and stuff like mm, that. Okay, okay. Because before, before factories...
1: Wait, should we start this off with, what is a 401k and IRA?
0: Okay. Yeah, well, so, so 401k... And an IRA are funds they they can be tax deferred. If you add Roth before it, that means they're not tax deferred. Okay. So there are two types of funds, retirement funds, that you are not that you are not able to access without a penalty until you're 59 and a half. Oh yeah. You have to, no matter what, start taking draws on those at 70 and a half to 72, depending on the fund. So you cannot, without a penalty until 59 and a half, you must start withdrawing by 70 and a half to 72, depending on the fund. Okay. Okay. They're retirement funds that essentially have a date of when you can use it, okay? Or when when you have to start, when you're able and when you have to start using it. These are typically, the, the most common is mutual funds, these, these, they go into a mutual fund, some sort of um, portfolio, a stock index, bond, portfolio, something like that. That is 401k IRA. That is like the traditional way of retirement for, what the fuck is that? Not even 50 years? Correct.
1: So anyone who started investing in it in the 70s...
0: Like, they must 47 have. years old.
1: Okay. So, anyone who would have started investing it in the 70s, right, when yeah. they came around, had to be someone that was in their early 20s, right? Because otherwise, it really wouldn't have done them any good if you started putting money in when you're 50. Right. And you only had nine years for it to grow.
0: Yeah, but if people don't... People didn't know that. Um, most people. Most people don't know that. That's right. Most true. people don't know that the annualized return on the S&P over 50 years has been... 12%? But that doesn't include inflation. 50 years, 12% return. That's bad. Granted, it's compounded, right? What has inflation been since 1974? 5%? I have no idea. Uh, I can't imagine it's good. Um,
1: yeah, because I suppose in the last, like, what, since COVID started, it's been up 3%? Uh,
0: Well, 5.5%. F- um. Historical inflation rates. This could give us something. So obviously, inflation went backwards during the Great Depression. That makes sense. Um, holy man! Yeah, you can't even read this shit. Okay, whatever. We'll worry about that some other time. Okay. Cool. Um.
1: So that's what like some of those, like those some of those invest in the S and P five hundred. To try and get your money to increase while you're still working.
0: Right. Okay. So it's a it's a retirement fund that was meant for employees to have a way to save for retirement tax deferred. Because mm-hmm. before this, people just... Well, before this, they had Social Security. But as we recall, I believe Social Security has only been around since... 1930? In 1935, Social Security started. So Social Security is 86 years old.
1: So they knew, right? They knew going into, like, Social Security, because when was the baby boom? The 40s? Mm Mm-hmm. So 10 years into it, they knew, oh, there's a big baby boom. Like, we should start prepping now for when all these people retire. Mm Mm-hmm. They've known for 70 years, we'll go 60 because that would be after the 40s, 60 years that needed to have more money for these baby boomers. Because, right, that's what everyone says is why we're not going to have social security because there were so many uh, people born in the 40s or whatever. Right, yep. But they're taking pretty much all the money. Yep. You and I both know that there are definitely people out there who get social security that don't deserve it. Because also, like, if you're a... Uh, like mentally handicapped, you can get it. Physically handicapped, you can get it. Um, yeah. I think I was three inches too tall to get it.
0: Right, because you would have been technically oh. disabled if you were four foot ten.
1: Yep. Legal midget, yeah.
0: Legal midget, which I can consider to be a disability. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people actually follow that.
1: Right. And I don't know how, like how much you would get for it. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of people that get Social Security just for random things.
0: But we've also had some things that they couldn't see. Right? We've had, so in that time,
1: mm-hmm. so in
0: 1935, the average life expectancy for a man.
1: Oh, I suppose it was like 60. was
0: 60 years old. Damn. 60, okay. And
1: what is it now, 80?
0: 78.8. That was pretty close. What, women back then was 64, roughly.
1: So, and I'm guessing back then you didn't get Social Security until you're 59?
0: I'm not sure when they started, but Social Security originally was not too be retirement it was supposed to just give you a little stipend to help with retirement the first social security check i don't know the exact amount it was like twenty dollars which for inflation and shit ended up being like four hundred and thirty dollars today to to today's standard Mm,
1: but you only get that twice a month
0: no that was a month
1: oh oh
0: yeah okay but four thirty dollars you know I mean,
1: that's a
0: week what it is it it's not meant for retirement it's just supposed to help you a little bit. Right. But so before that, so this is 86 years old, okay? And then these retirement accounts um, are 47 to 43 years old.
1: That's really not old.
0: That's not old. Most of our parents are older than that. hmm Okay? But yet we're told that the way to get rich
1: is, is to invest
0: in, invest in these things. And this is what I... As I'm as I'm going to, I'm not saying do not invest in a four hundred one k. I'm not saying do not invest in an IRA. I'm not saying bank or uh, uh, don't count on Social Security. What I am saying is, if it's been around for less than a century, how the hell do we know it's going to be around by the time we're dead? Because if the life expectancy has gone up in the past eighty six years by by twenty years. OK, how much could the life expectancy go up for us?
1: I mean it might actually go down we don't know
0: That's true it could definitely go down mm-hmm. And so
1: which that's would suck because I don't think like social security I don't think you can get until you're 65 anymore 67
0: I think it's 65
1: and it just bumped up because when I still worked at Yankee Sue was supposed to get it the following year when she turned 62.
0: It's 62. You can start receiving your Social Security retirement benefits as early as 62. However, you are not entitled to your full benefits when you reach your retirement age. Mm-hmm. If you delay taking your benefits from your full retirement age up to age If you delay taking your benefits from your full retirement age up to age 70, your benefit amount will increase. So, it says that you can start as early as 62, however, you are entitled to full benefits when you reach your full retirement age. Mm-hmm. So,
1: full like retirement
0: m- age looks like sixty-seven. Is what this next thing says. Okay. Yep. I don't know if that's true. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that's tried and true because I'm not reading the retire benefits.
1: I I think that went up again because I'm pretty sure Sue was <clears> supposed <throat> to turn sixty-two, then they bumped it up to sixty-five. So she's like, okay, I'll work another three years. Hmm. Um.
0: Full normal retirement age is 66. Okay. Um, oh, wait. Okay, 67. Sorry, 1960 and later is 67. 1960 and later
1: 67. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I think they bumped it up again, another two years. So, who knows? Like, by the time, like, we become to retiring age, it might be at, like, 72.
0: Right. You you don't even, yeah you you don't know what's gonna happen. It's just such it's such an infant of a project.
1: And it's like pensions too, right? We've talked about that like a lot. Pensions
0: have died. hmm Pensions have died.
1: And like a thing people don't realize is if a company goes under, you're not getting that pension.
0: No, right? And, and so many people are like, "Well, I got these pensions. Pensions are life. Pensions are this. Pensions are that. Hey, awesome." In the past hundred years. It's something like 99.97% of businesses have became out of business in the past 100 years. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me you're working, say, for a, oh, I work for a very strong company. They've been around for 70 years. Most likely that company's going to fucking fail in the next 30 years. Right. But you're, you're, bank, you're in your 30s, you're in your 40s. You're banking and you're going to get retirement for the rest of your life. Good luck, Chuck. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many of these things, I, I didn't even know this until I started looking into this, I did not realize how the infancy stages these programs are in, mm. let alone, let alone the infancy stage of the United States.
1: Oh, Yeah. What, Wisconsin, I think, what, got on in 1883?
0: Yeah, something like that. It's super, it's super young. Mm-hmm. Super young. So before this stuff, right? Because what, what is that? The the industrial age? Is that when everyone started working inside and stuff? Yeah. Because
1: um, before that, wasn't it the iron age?
0: Oh, fuck. I don't know. I should
1: we have. are way off topic from...
0: Um, the Industrial Age is a period of history that encompasses the change in economic and social organization that began around the 1760s in Great Britain. Oh. Whoa. When did this age end? Hmm. You know what? When you start Googling stuff, they go deep. Mm-hmm. Like, just give me, like, a outline of ages in history. You know what I'm saying? Okay,
1: so what does this have to do with retirement funds?
0: what i has to do with retirement funds and what i'm going to get into is be very careful who you take advice from be very careful where you decide to put your money mm-hmm. because these pro these things aren't guaranteed the government we have is not guaranteed right So before I I wanted to preface this talk with that, Mm -hmm. with like, look at things like, yes, you want to catch things as they're coming up. So people that got into good stocks, like good technology stocks and stuff as they were coming up, that was very smart. Mm -hmm. People that got into oil stocks, very smart. People that, I don't know, I don't even know how long stocks have been around, regardless. People that did that stuff, that is very intelligent, okay? This is good to do. However, do not bet everything you have on that one thing. Right. You only put as much... Like, don't put any amount of money into something. This is my opinion. Don't put any amount of money into something that if you lost it, could sink your ship. Mm-hmm. Put enough that would be a f- great return, but not enough... To put you in ruin.
1: Right. And we've talked about that before. Like, you and I have a budget and 20% of our paychecks go into investing. Right. So, like, I mean, and we do different things. I mean, I have a simple IRA at work um, just because they do match 3%. So, might as well take that extra 3% they're Mm -hmm. giving me. Um, And then we have real estate. We both have different stocks um, and ETFs, EFTs. ETFs. ETFs. Um, so, yeah, we do – we have a range of things that we have our money in.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, I, we, we will now transition into the 401k and IRA talk. Um, after doing a good amount of research, definitely multiple hours on this topic, um, what it comes down to is – what your vision is. Can you believe that?
1: No. It's like it always comes back to vision.
0: It's it's wild. Uh, I listen to this and some people are like, yes, IRA, 401k, you have to do it. Then you got the people who are like, absolutely not. It's the devil. And then you have the other half of the, no, the great majority of the people mm. going like this. Hey, would it benefit you to have an IRA or a 401k? What are you looking for in life? Are you looking for freedom now? Or do you want to work till you're 60 and retire then? And then that breaks it down to what kind of plan you want and stuff. And so it's really on what you want. Crazy, crazy world out there, folks. All right. What a 401k is. 401k is a company retirement fund okay so you you in order to have a 401k you have to be you have to get it through a company okay okay has a lot more regulations than IRAs and they the the normal 40k 401k is tax deferred so if you make a hundred thousand dollars in the year you contribute ten thousand dollars into your 401k you only made ninety thousand last year mm-hmm. tax deferred you paid your taxes you pay your taxes at the end okay now, this money, typically what, what this is, it's just that money has a few different funds, mostly mutual funds, that that money gets parked in. And there's like a company that charges fees to regulate your account. Mm-hmm. And that goes on mutual funds, hunky dory, good, whatever. Boom, gets retirement aid, you can withdraw it. Okay. The power of these accounts. You have tax deferred money going in, that compounds over time, and compounding is the most important thing for wealth. One of the most it, for the for for ninety nine percent of the population, compounding and time is the most important thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Because those are like the graphs that you see that. It's like a slow start, but once it starts climbing up, then it just skyrockets.
0: Right, mm. right. So, and, and we talked about that. Uh, Warren Buffett has received 99.7% of his wealth from his 50th year living until he's now 89, mm-hmm. and he started investing at 10. Yeah. So, from 10 to 50, 40 full years of investing, he accumulated percent of his wealth insane so anyhow, Wait, it's 0.3 percent my bad i said that right 0.3 percent of his wealth so 401k has to be for a business business typically matches there are limits on this it's it's something like eighteen thousand or something look up it's such a simple google search you can just look up what the 401k limits are for, for putting into every year. Um, so 401k, it, it's a pretty good one, um, I, I thought, if, if you work for a company. Now there is a Roth 401k, mm-hmm. same thing. Um, you can sign up for your company's match, um, but you pay taxes before that money goes in, and then at the end when you take it out at retirement, there's no taxes.
1: Isn't that smarter? Because then, don't you not have to pay taxes? Like
0: when you take it out,
1: right? Which you'll have more money.
0: This is this is this is how it goes. It depends on who you are, and it depends on how you're set up.
1: Oh, so it's, it's de- your tax bracket really matters, right?
0: So if you are, say, say you want to retire at sixty, okay, mm-hmm. you want to retire at sixty, and you have um, a high-paying job, you know, you're making over a hundred thousand dollars a year. It would make more sense for you to do tax deferred, so normal four hundred one k, until until sixty, because you know you're not going to be working at sixty. You're going to have no income, so your tax bracket is going to drastically change from over six fig- from six figures a year down to whatever you decide to pull out of your four hundred one k at a time.
1: So wait, you can decide how much you pull out.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a minimum, but yeah, you okay. get to decide. Okay, cool. So, um, that's where it, that would make more sense that way, right? Now, the other side, if you are going to continue working into your retirement years, okay, if mm-hmm. you're gonna if you plan to continue working your retirement years, maybe you shouldn't even consider these as an investment option, but. If you're going to have it and you're going to work into your retirement years and your income is most likely going to be higher because guess what you're able to accumulate over the next 30 to 40 years? Wealth, properties, things that give you passive income, whatever it may be. So when you go to retire, but you don't actually retire because you still have a job because you still want to work, your tax bracket's going to be higher mm-hmm. than it is now. So let's maybe consider a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. However, there are limits. I'm not sure if there's a, uh, I'll have to see what the limit is for, um, limit for a Roth IRA. Cause you can only make, uh, or sorry, a Roth 401k. You can only make so much money and put into it. So, um, do, 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 do. The max you can put into a Roth four hundred one k is nineteen thousand five hundred. Holders who are above fifty can put into twenty six thousand. Um, limit for a Roth four hundred one k income limit. Uh, let me check out the income limit. There isn't one. So if you work for a company, then you're set to go. You you can um you can. It doesn't matter how much money you make you can contribute to a Roth a Roth 401k. And that's awesome. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so 401k typically. Well, it's so a 401k. You have to, you have your business has to offer it. It typically has more rules and regulations. Typically has more fees associated with it. Typically less things you can do in it. Less, less oversight you can have and whatnot. It's, put into mutual funds live with it okay mm. but you it doesn't matter how much money you make you can fund that okay IRA so an IRA there's traditional and there's simple traditional IRA is something that an individual will fund okay traditional IRA I believe has a you can only contribute 6,500 um 6000 in 2020 or 2020, 6000 2021, so if you're an agent, okay, so you're able to, a traditional IRA, you're only able to contribute $6,000 to a year. So and,
1: that's like if your company matches, that includes that no, too? No,
0: traditional is personal, that's individual. Oh, it. Traditional IRA is individual. Oh, okay. Cool. So you can put in $6,000 into a traditional, Okay. Now, a simple IRA, and so a traditional IRA is tax-deferred. Okay. So you don't pay taxes on that when it goes in. Simple IRA is the same thing as a traditional IRA, but it's offered by a company. Okay? So offered by a company. So on any any job below on the street can do a traditional IRA. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a job, and you can do a simple IRA. Or Sorry, a traditional IRA. Now, a simple IRA... It has to be offered through your employer, or you. The employer has to, or you. The employer can offer it. Okay. The simple IRA limit is thirteen thousand five hundred. Oh wow! Okay. Okay, so quite a bit over double. Yeah. But not quite the nineteen five for the four hundred one k. Right. So, simple IRA is also before tax. Now there's a Roth IRA, um, and I think the Roth is sixty. I thought it was sixty five hundred, but Roth IRA limit um, in 2020 was 6,000. It's also 6,000. So 6,000 for Roth IRA also. So, um, that is after tax. So when you retire, you don't have to pay taxes. So very cool. Hunky Dory. The things that are good about IRAs. Okay. IRAs have a lot more flexibility. You can invest in a slew of crazy things like things that I didn't, No, you could invest in um, any stocks, bonds, index funds, buy and sell options, real estate. So you can invest in real estate. You can invest in like businesses, like startup companies or like joint ventures and shit. Crazy. So with an IRA, you can invest in almost anything you want to invest in as a normal person. Mm -hmm. There are a lot more rules and guidelines to where you can't be dabbling in your tax-free money and getting a benefit there, you know, you go to jail. Right. Yeah. So, but but there's a lot of things you can invest in with an IRA, where a 401k, you have a handful of indexes and some like bonds, I think. You just, you really just get index funds to choose from. That's it. So, very cool, very neat. Um, then there's also the SEP IRA, okay. Mm-hmm. And this, oh, let me let me let me say this about the Roth IRA. So people that are thinking the Roth IRA might be the route for you, okay. <clears throat> if you make over one hundred thirty nine thousand a year, or sorry, one hundred forty. So if you make over one hundred forty thousand in the tax year as a single person, you are unable to file or contribute to a Roth IRA. If you're married and filing jointly, and you make over 208000 combined, you are not able to contribute to a Roth IRA either.
1: How much combined?
0: 208000
1: Oh.
0: So keep that in mind. If, if you're high income right now, and that was part of the thing, if you're high income right now, yeah, maybe I want to, um, I'm high income now, I plan to be high income in the future, I want to do Roth IRA. Most likely not going to be an option. Mm-hmm. You're high income now, you plan to be low income later, get that tax deferred option, do a 401k if that's what your business offers, a um, traditional IRA, simple IRA, or we have the SEP IRA. So a SEP IRA, um, is self empl- it's a self-employed business owner um, IRA. I don't know what SCP actually stands for, but whatever, I don't care. Um, that you, An employer can contribute into their SEP, cannot exceed the lesser of 25% of your compensation. Okay. So if you make $200,000 a year, you can only put, so if you make $200,000 a year on your salary, you can make 25, you can put $50,000 away. $50,000 away. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, $58,000. So as of this year, $58,000. So whatever is lesser, you can do. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? So if you make two hundred fifty thousand, you would hit that fifty eight thousand yeah. dollar limit, and then you'd be there. Yeah. Um, but if you make five hundred thousand dollars a year for your salary, mm-hmm. um, and you're self employed, you can only take fifty eight thousand. That's just how it is. So, um, very cool, very neat. Gives you a lot more money you can fund that into, right? Right. <clears throat> so people that are thinking, oh. I own a small business. I have good income. Maybe I'm making $200,000, $250,000 a year. I should look at a SEP IRA. Maybe you should put away 25% of that into a retirement fund. Mm -hmm. However, there's this other little thing called an S corporation that allows you to take a salary that's reasonable and then only get um, income tax and state tax on on the other profits from there. Okay. <clears throat> so it's not all income. You save 15.3% because you don't have to pay Social Security and Medicare on both sides because it's profits. So if you want access to that money right away and you're a regular LLC, maybe consider an S-Corp if you're looking for to use that money um, instead of just taking it all as income as a normal LLC would. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the stuff I was listening to said that, like, hey, yeah, this might sound all hunky-dory grand. You can write off a lot of your income, or you can have an S-corp and write off a lot of your income. Mm-hmm. And you get to use that money, oh, right away, instead of locking it up for 30, 40 years. Right, yeah. So 401k IRAs, what else I got to cover on that, babe?
1: I mean, I guess I don't really know.
0: Their retirement accounts.
1: Right. They.
0: They've been around for less than fifty years.
1: Yeah, and it's just, it. I mean, depending on which one you have, depends on like how many fees you have and like what you can actually invest in. Cause yeah, you, yeah. you have a Roth IRA, or did you pull all your money out? No, I got one. Um, and that one was really neat because Sean was able to pick and choose like what uh, stocks and indexes and stuff that Dude, they was invested in. By
0: doing that, I watched.
1: Yeah, your return went up so My
0: much. return went up so great because I was in just like the normal ones that they recommend or whatever for like safety and safety or it was for growth. It was for growth because of um, I'm a young age, so I was in that one. And as I was reviewing it during, um, you know, after the crash of COVID, I was going through it as everything's down, right? So I understand it's down. It's only going to go up. I understand that. But I was reviewing it. And the, the growth stock, I looked at the index and the stocks, those index provided. And most of those companies didn't get hit too hard from COVID. Cause this was like three months after the major hits so this was like June. So a lot of the stuff had already bounced back. So I was reviewing it and I'm like, Oh, most of these companies are at like close to their, close to their high. So I'm not like, why would I be in them right now? But then I looked at some other funds that weren't on their, in quotations, growth fund, and it was stocks that are 50% value. Mm-hmm. So I switched all my funds to those, and boom, I got like a 50% return.
1: Have you looked at it recently?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's up in total with the hit from COVID and stuff, I'm up over 40%.
1: Damn, because yeah. now you can't contribute anymore. Right well, until probably next year. No,
0: I'm I I plan to never be able to contribute again in my life. If I if I'm able to contribute again in my life, I'm really really sucking it up.
1: So, our both our IRAs are just probably gonna sit there. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this is just kind. Of, it was just kind of fun to play with that. You know, mm-hmm. it was yeah, fun that was to really play cool. with that. Um, and so. Now I'm looking at switching some of them back over to a little safer long-term run because those stocks have reached their peaks and I don't trust those stocks to stay at their peak. Mm-hmm. So um, anyhow, that's that's kind of the, the skinny on that. They're, they're fun, they're neat. Um, if, if it matches what you want in life, I mean, by all means do it.
1: Yeah, if you're just going to work at like a, if you just want to work at the same company for the rest of your yeah. life, it's a good choice.
0: Yeah, I mean for, for a little something. Don't expect don't expect it to cover your retirement though.
1: Yeah, no, you got to work a part-time job when you retire. Yep,
0: there's in and, and that's what the the um, um unless you're making unless you're able to max it out every year from in your 20s people. So if you're fucking over 30 years old, if you're in your 30s and listening to this, this does not apply to you. This applies to people in their 20s. If you're able to start maxing it out now then by the time you retire at 60 you should be able to live off it for the next 20 years now if you're in your 30s you're in your 40s do not expect maxing it retiring at 60 that you think you're going to be able to live 20 years at your current lifestyle because you're up a fucking creek
1: yeah, didn't you figure out how long a million dollars lasts you if you don't have a job?
0: Uh, it's not long. No. It's not long. Nope. So, and we don't know where inflation is going to go. The dollar is getting weaker by the day. And so, these these funds that are giving I think the S&P is a 9% return over like 70 years, okay? Mm-hmm. It's I'm I'm just throwing out some numbers that are near what I heard. So if I'm off by a little bit people, I am sorry. Um but it's not a lot. If you account in, if you account for inflation in that, you know, 3 to 5%, you're getting a 4% a 4 to 6% return on your money over However many years, yes, it's compounding, but that's not a crazy return. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't recommend any of this. You do what you feel with the information I gave you. Um, I believe there's a lot better returns a person could get mm-hmm. if they're willing to put in a little bit of work. If you refuse to put in work and become financially educated okay financial education and financial intelligence is something you have to put a lot of time into Mm -hmm. to get good at to learn to not be reactive to be proactive if that is not something you're interested in consider i'm not going to recommend it but consider one of these it doesn't matter. It's whatever your company offers. If your company don't offer them, look at a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. Or if you own your own business, you know you can you can set that up with either a SEP, a SIMPLE, or a four hundred one k. So that's I mean that's the di- the differences are there. It's not much. It's a just a simple retirement account. However. If you are someone who's interested in being financially intelligent, financially educated, I would highly recommend, you know what? If you become financially educated and financially intelligent, you probably won't consider these. Well, you will will definitely consider these funds after copious amounts of research into this and copious amounts of research into other investment vehicles it should prove that this is not the right move for most people or for 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 the people that are on that track. And then lastly, if you do want to retire early, say something say say you want to have freedom before you're 60 years old. You want to have freedom before you're 60 years old. You might want to look at investing in things that can get you there something that gives you passive income Mm -hmm. that could be small businesses investing in small businesses investing in real estate investing in some sort of cash flow producing asset if you want to be free Mm -hmm. if that is not something you care about and you're just going to retire at 60 then do not worry about that so but that tends to the the train nowadays is tends to be i want to be financially free I want to retire early. People don't want to people don't want to have to work until, work just, until they die. they yeah. want to choose to work, you uh-huh. know, and that makes a lot of sense. Maybe we should look at financial intelligence, maybe we should look at some freedom, some ways to get some cash flow. Um, that would be my recommendation if you fall in that category. This is the last thing I just said this last thing. You know what? I'm not gonna say any more about that. What I am gonna say is a hundred years ago people worked till the day they died, unless they were unable to work. The life expectancy was also sixty years old. Mm-hmm. It was not eighty. We are living on average twenty more years than we used to back a hundred years ago when they worked till they died. So people in their geriatric ages don't tend to be able to to work is hard Mm -hmm. I do believe if you continue to work till you die barring massive medical conditions that don't allow you to I believe you're going to be a lot healthier happier and in better shape by doing so if you look around at the motherfuckers sitting in the nursing home at 70 they look like they're decrepit as shit and dying however my neighbor in his 80s is out mowing the lawn every week and I see him driving around cutting wood pulling trailers in his 80s okay I believe if you're concerned about having to work look for cash flow if you want to retire consider staying very active otherwise you're gonna die a fat lazy dope piece of shit That's what I got for you this week, gang. I hope you enjoyed listening to me on talking about IRAs and 401ks. I hope I gave you some value. If I didn't, I don't care. What do you got, babe?
1: You went off on a tangent there. I know. Literally, we started this podcast and John's like, oh, let's make this only 15 to 20 minutes. We're at 45 minutes.
0: I hope you guys enjoy me talking and ranting your year off. I sure did. Do you enjoy it? It was great. Do you like this?
1: Just sitting here listening to you? Yeah. Love it. Do you actually? Sometimes. Okay. Okay. Say goodnight, Sean.
0: Goodnight, Sean.